T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. The FDA relaxes blood donation rules for gay men, but that doesn't mean they can sign up right away. It's a big step in the right direction, but it's not a a light switch approach. The idea is to broaden the pool of donors, so why aren't more people coming in? For one, harsh winter storms are keeping people hunkered down inside and not doing outside things like checking out a local blood drive. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Holly Kwan, and this is Bay Current. A month ago, KCBS Radio launched a donation campaign on Valentine's Day. Now in March, when it's Red Cross Month, we wanted to revisit with Justin Miller, Northern California Red Cross Regional Executive for Donor Services. Ordinarily, and in years past, March has not been the month that we have necessarily seen an urgent need for blood donors. Uh, because schools have been in session and schools being about 20% of our our collections uh, at high schools, colleges, so on and so forth, um, we've been able to have very successful months in March. That said, you know, post pandemic, schools are still not running the way that they traditionally had. And so what we're finding is some of our, our blood drives that take place at schools are just not, not coming in. In addition to that, we've had winter weather that's impacted, obviously us here in the Bay Area, but really around the country. And so with that winter weather, um, we have seen blood drives canceled. And so that said, right now, we do have an urgent need for blood. So I actually made an appointment and I went and donated about a week after our blood drive on Valentine's Day. And like everyone said, it was what took longer was the questionnaires and the the prep work in in getting ready for the donation. Um, I think that a lot of people are still confused as to who it is that can donate. Um, I've had some people tell me, oh, I always wanted to donate, but I thought I couldn't. So let's dispel a couple of myths. Yeah. So, you know, obviously go back to who can and who can't donate. Um, I like to say it's a privilege to be able to donate because only about 38 to 39 percent of the population is eligible. And there are travel restrictions that would cause folks to be ineligible. There's medication that if folks are on, they might be ineligible. There's your hemoglobin or your iron level. And if that's not high enough, it's not safe for you to donate. So we really want to make sure that we maintain the safest possible product. Um, and the safest possible blood supply. So we have a lot of reasons that folks can or can't. So first and foremost, you ask about travel. And for a long time, donors that lived over in Europe were deferred from donation. In other words, they were ineligible to donate because the risk of CJD, Creutzfeldt-Jakob, also referred to as mad cow disease. 
Um, and I'm happy to say that that is no longer the case. And there have been recent changes to that. So many of our, our individuals that came in and wanted to be donors that lived overseas or military members that were stationed overseas that were told they couldn't donate are now eligible to donate. So that is, that is one myth that is now able to be dispelled. Now that said, there are other travel restrictions. So um, there are gonna be countries that there's a malaria risk. And in that case, um, if folks have traveled to some of those areas, uh, then they would still be deferred for a year just to make sure that um, we're just being, being as safe as we possibly can. But for MadCow specifically, that is no longer the case. Deferred for a year. I mean, sometimes you put something aside and you forget about it for quite a while. And I'm wondering, do you go back and sort of remind people or have you reached out to people who may have previously been ineligible? You know, at this point, we don't do those specific reminders. Um, what we try to do is really a broader um, a broader ask and, and really educate folks. And in, in doing, you know, really conversations such as this, where, you know, it's it then hopefully lights that spark in someone to say, you know what, it has been over a year since I've traveled. You know, it's time for me to come back on in. Let's talk about some recent medical changes with regards to um, men having sex with men. Um, I know that that was a change that the was it the FDA who said that that uh, those people who were previously uh, barred from donations um, can now donate with certain restrictions. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll say all of the eligibility is constantly being evaluated, and and there are changes that are coming through. And we just saw the one with Matt Cal, and now we're getting the updated guidance that is coming from the FDA um, about men who have had sex with men being. Um, being deferred. And with this new guidance that the FDA has pushed forward, um, it's a big step in the right direction, but it's not a, a light switch approach. So that guidance has been received. It's not that folks can come in today and know that all of the questions are now um, are now different and that the, you know, the, the change has been shifted the way that it has with, say, um, uh, with say the mad cow disease. Um, so I, I would say continue to come back to redcrossblood.org for updated information. How many, do we have any idea ballpark, how many more people may be eligible to donate with these various changes in rules? Because I would think that in order to get more donations, it's, it's, it's better to have a bigger pool. It is better to have a bigger pool. You're absolutely right. And, and we want to make sure that we have the biggest, safest pool we possibly can. Um, and so, you know, with with the change to Matt Cal, with the new guidance um, surrounding, you know, questions based on sexual orientation being eliminated, all of these things, you're going to have a shifting pool. I mean, it's on one hand, I say a privilege to be able to donate less than 38 percent of the population can. The reality is that in the Bay Area, less than three percent actually donate. So, we have a big pool of individuals that really could help us meet the need that if we really tap into those folks that are eligible and encourage them to roll up their sleeves, come on out, donate, or for those that donate, donate just one more time a year, then we wouldn't see the urgent need and we wouldn't have a shortage. 3% in the Bay Area out of 38% eligible? Uh, 3% um, out of the total population. And then you look at the amount of times individuals can donate. And when we talk about red blood cells, you're eligible every 56 days. So 
folks can donate up to six times a year. The, the average donor donates less than two. So that's where it's getting the folks who have never donated to roll up their sleeves, come on in you know, make that donation. And for those that are donors, schedule one more appointment. And if we see that happening in and of itself, we just won't have the urgent need. We won't see the shortages and, and we'll have a, a robust blood supply. And you know, when that next big disaster hits, we'll be prepared for it. How does the Bay Area compare to other parts of the state? I'm from the Bay Area. I'm proud of the Bay Area. I'll say we do a great job, um, you know, in that we are absolutely able to maintain um, and to meet our hospital needs. But anytime I see, you know, that we have an urgent need, when we see a dip in our inventory levels, then I get concerned. I'm very proud of the Bay Area. But one of the beautiful things about being part of the American Red Cross is that we're able to have um, and to send the blood where it's needed. So if we have a disaster somewhere else in the country, we could very well have blood products that were collected right here in our backyard that are sent over to those states and, and those, those counties and, and, um, and places and communities that have those needs. And in turn, um, if we have a greater need, then we can also bring it in, whether it's from other parts of California or really across the country. One last thing. Let's talk about platelets, because I did a donation of red blood cells and it was the first donation I had done in a number of years. But then but the idea of platelets somehow scares me. I am a platelet donor and I mentioned red blood cells being able to donate up to six times per year. Platelet donors can donate um, really as frequently as as every week. Um, And it is a, a longer process. Um, which I, I don't want that to scare folks away because uh, I actually, again, as a platelet donor, get to come into our centers, sit down in front of a TV and watch all those movies that my wife may not want me to watch. Um, but uh, it's a longer process because we take out the blood. It gets spun through a centrifuge. All of the blood products get returned to the donors with the exception of those platelets. And those platelets having a shelf life of really just a week um, are, are needed uh, just urgently. Um, with the shelf life of a platelet unit being only seven days, two to three of them being taken by testing, that window closes even more. And platelets are, are needed for individuals like cancer patients. You can imagine the need is great. It's just the idea of, you know, the blood being taken out of one arm and spun around in a centrifuge and then being put back into the other arm and me not being able to use my phone for 90 minutes or two hours. <laughs> It forces me to take that break that so often so many of us forget to take. And we are glued to our phones and we're glued to our technology and and rightfully so in so many ways. But to be able to sit down, take a break, and how many things can you do where you're putting your phone down and you're taking a break, you're taking some time for yourself, but you're saving lives. And that's the reality of this is just that time that you're sitting in that chair and donating those products are being used to save lives. Is the recovery process the same uh, as far as, you know, did you feel woozy or, or, or do you find that, um, you know, people react similarly to regular blood donation? That lightheadedness is really when you consider you've got anywhere from eight to 10 um, pints of blood in you right now. And if we take one of them out, your, blood, your body potentially is feeling that loss. And so that's where it takes about 24 hours for your body to replenish the volume of fluid. Um, and that's why sometimes folks will immediately after recognize that they've got that loss and feel a little bit lightheaded. With a platelet donation, you know we're returning everything with the exception of those platelets. 
you get a return back and, and along with the saline solution. And so you're actually leaving with the same volume of fluid that you came in. Um, you know, one of the things that, that in the middle of a donation, um, sometimes with the return that's taking place, you can get a little bit of a tingly sensation in your gums. Um, but uh, but in that's, your gums? that's about it for me. In your gums, yeah. It's the, <laughs> and we kind of fight that with some additional calcium that, that helps out. Uh, but uh, but even that, it's not doesn't feel bad. It doesn't hurt. It's not uh, not any sort of painful thing. It's just an interesting sensation. All right. I know that you have uh, incentives that you offer people to come in and do donations. I'm going to make another appeal to, um, you know, if I'm going to have my my arms immobilized for that long for platelet donations, you know, maybe I want a nail polish change on my feet or a foot rub. I, I love it. And and you've mentioned that before. And, and I, too, would love a foot rub when I do it. And while that is not in place right now, uh, for the month of March, we are sending out $10 Visa prepaid cards by email. Uh, and also, there's a chance to win a $3,000 prize, and we'll have uh, five winners. So if saving lives isn't enough, maybe that's the extra nudge that we can use to help uh, help get folks in the door. And if nothing else, just a way for us to say thank you for attempting and for helping us save lives and for rolling up a sleeve. Justin Miller is head of donor services for the Northern California Red Cross. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Holly Kwan. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 